Amazon's New World enters the public eye today with a beta test showing off their new MMO about a month away from release. Will they be able to make waves in the MMO space? As promised, Ubisoft reveals X Defiant, a free-to-play 6v6 multiplayer shooter combining multiple Tom Clancy franchises under one roof. All this and more on The Daily Reset. Good morning, gamers, and welcome to The Daily Reset, brought to you by The Emergent Gamer. Subscribe and tune in every morning to get all the biggest news stories as you start your day. We're on all major podcast platforms, and we also upload our shows to our YouTube channel if you like to listen there. I'm Trip Zero, and this is your news for July 20th, 2021. Amazon's entry into the MMO gaming scene, New World, begins its closed beta test today. Announced in 2016, the game has been through many developmental twists and turns, with slow content reveals and alpha tests over the years that have given us small glimpses into the experience. Players will explore an open-world island called Aeternum, located in the Atlantic Ocean in the 1600s, where many other generations of explorers have come in the past in search of some great and mystical power. New World looks to be a competent entry into the MMO genre, with its own take on many of the tropes in open-world games. There will be three joinable player factions that will battle for territory in the world, and players can purchase and customize housing. Encountering other players could be potentially dangerous, as the game does include PvP in its world outside of some large cities. This can be opted out of when leaving these safe zones. As for combat, the game is leaning into a more action-based playstyle, meaning full character control of movesets instead of auto-attacking or selecting a skill on a hotbar like many other MMOs. The game does promise to have a rich story and engaging endgame content, some of which has been shown to publications such as IGN. They describe an endgame dungeon called the Lazarus Instrumentality that requires five players and needs tight coordination to deal with the bosses and puzzles that were encountered. Some of the drama leading up to release is the fact that an alpha test build included some concerning microtransactions in the game's storefront. Common MMO mechanics like rested XP bonuses, where the time spent logged out of the game provides players with increased earnings when they play again, were for sale. So was fast travel. These are things that Amazon calls quality of life benefits and state that they are committed to not making the game pay to win. Creative director David Verfai addressed the concerns, saying we have definitely heard the feedback from players. Our focus is we do not want this to be a pay-to-win experience. The emphasis is on cosmetics. That's all we'll be doing at launch. He didn't explicitly say that things like rested XP bonuses would not be sold, but in highlighting what he meant by quality of life changes that could be purchasable, he used in-game storage space as an example. He again stated that anything purchasable that changes how the game is played would also be earned in-game. Beta access is gated behind either a pre-order for the game or by joining New World's testing program, where players will be invited to play the beta in waves during its runtime, which is today, July 20th through August 2nd.
Yesterday, Ubisoft revealed X Defiant, a new 6v6 free-to-play multiplayer shooter that combines enemy factions from multiple Tom Clancy properties into one experience. This did end up being the rumored Battlecat project that leaked in June as speculation ramped up after Ubisoft teased footage of an unannounced game a few days ago. X Defiant combines realistic gunplay with personalized classes, according to Ubisoft. Every gun will be playable by every class, and the class choice of player will determine their collection of abilities to use in combat. Each faction will have their own unique abilities and ultimate moves that teams can use to gain a tactical advantage. The Echelon faction, from Splinter Cell, uses support abilities like Stealth Camo. The Cleaner faction, from The Division, uses assault-based skills like flamethrowers and rockets. Another Division faction, the Outcasts, are healers. And finally, the Wolves from Ghost Recon Breakpoint are a defensive class with energy shields. This makes the game comparable to some of the most popular current ability-based shooters like Apex Legends and Overwatch. The game even includes a sliding mechanic very similar to Apex's specifically. Ubisoft says this will be a live service game with new factions coming to the game in the future to expand players' combat choices. A PC-only test build of the game is going live on August 5th and interested gamers can visit X Defiant's official website to learn more. A new job listing for Project 007, a new James Bond game from the makers of the Hitman series IO Interactive, is looking for an AI programmer with experience working with third-person games. This gives us another tiny glimpse into what this project will look like, though much is still unknown about gameplay specifics. The post also elaborates on what to expect from the game itself. Project 007 will feature a completely original Bond story, and the character design of Bond is not being based on any of the actors who portrayed the character in the past. The player will also be able to experience the beginnings of Bond's career as he earns his 00 agent status. And a previous job posting from February was searching for a writer for character-driven scenes with substantial dialogue. We'll keep you up to speed as more is revealed about the project going forward. Nintendo announced early this morning that on January 18, 2022, the Nintendo 3DS and Wii U digital stores will no longer accept direct funding methods to purchase new video games. This basically means the players will not be able to pay for a game using a credit or debit card on those consoles after that date. Since the Nintendo account is shared across devices, there would still be the ability to fund the player's account indirectly, such as by loading an amount using the Nintendo Switch and then visiting the digital stores on the older consoles, but this is yet another step Nintendo is taking to drop support for its older consoles to focus on the future with the Switch. PlayStation made a similar move when they shut down store access on their PSP in 2016, and then just recently this month shut down in-game storefronts inside of PSP games for additional content. As of now, there is still the option to purchase PSP games and add-ons using the PS Vita and PlayStation 3 digital stores. That's going to be it for Tuesday, July 20th, 2021. Subscribe on your favorite podcast service to get up to speed in the gaming world every morning with me, your host, Trip Zero. And be sure to find and listen to our main show, The Emergent Gamer Podcast, live on twitch.tv slash emergent underscore gamer on Wednesday nights, and then on podcast services the next day. Get the news with me and hear the in-depth discussion with the rest of us. I'll see you tomorrow.